Welcome to our Reflections for this week. I hope and pray that you know that Jesus loves and cares for all of us and that he nurtures our faith throughout our life. This week we continue our series reflecting on the five marks of mission which are used to help us to understand more clearly the mission of God in our world. The five marks seek to cover the main aspects of mission and can be summarised by five words, each beginning with the letter T. As you can see, we have tell, teach, tend, transform and treasure. We have already looked at tell and this week we are thinking about the second mark, which is teach, which is more fully described as to teach, baptise and nurture new believers. The journey that everyone who puts their faith in Jesus is on is one which takes them further along the path that God puts before them as they grow in their understanding of who God is as well as their experience of God in their lives. This process of constant change and growth only takes place when people are willing to learn. Jesus knew that he had to teach those who came to him and those who listened did indeed see real change take place in their lives. So as we think about Jesus teaching and encouraging us, let us read about one of the first instances of Jesus teaching people and encouraging them to follow him. Our reading is from Luke chapter 5 verses 1 to 11. One day as Jesus was teaching on the shore of the Sea of Galilee, great crowds pressed in on him to listen to the word of God. He noticed two empty boats at the water's edge for the fishermen had left them and were washing their nets. Stepping into one of the boats, Jesus asked Simon, its owner, to push it out into the water. So he sat in the boat and taught the crowds from there. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Now go out where it is deeper and let down your nets to catch some fish. Master, Simon replied, we worked hard all last night and didn't catch a thing. But if you say so, I'll let the nets down again. And this time their nets were so full of fish, they began to tear. A shout for help brought their partners in the other boat. And soon both boats were filled with fish and on the verge of sinking. When Simon Peter realised what had happened, he fell to his knees before Jesus and said, O oh Lord, please leave me. I'm such a sinful man. For he was awestruck by the number of fish they had caught, as were the others with him. His partners, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, were also amazed. 
Jesus replied to Simon, Don't be afraid. From now on, you'll be fishing for people. And as soon as they landed, they left everything and followed Jesus. Amen. Throughout the years of Jesus' ministry, he did three main things when people came to him. First, he welcomed them. Second, he taught them. And third, he encouraged them to follow him. This was not in a building or in a fixed location, but where and when he met people. In the passage that we just read, it was beside the shore of the Sea of Galilee. He was probably just walking along when he entered into a conversation with someone. And then a few more joined him. And then soon it became a crowd. Everyone was keen to hear what Jesus was saying. And as the crowd got larger, everyone got closer. Such that Jesus soon had to step into a boat and push off from the shore in what must have been a bit like a floating pulpit. The second mark of mission is to teach, baptise and nurture new believers. Often as a church, we often do these activities in the confines of a church building or hall. However, we may need to consider a fresh approach in the coming years. In fact, I guess we have already experienced this over the last couple of years with these online reflections. As we reflect on the second mark of mission, which can, as I said, be summarised as teach, we are reflecting on our calling to do what Jesus did. We should welcome those who come and seek to learn more about Jesus. We should then encourage them to respond in faith and become part of the church, the family of God. We should then nurture or disciple those who respond so that they, like us, grow in their faith. The importance of baptism is that it is a sign of belonging to the family of God. In fact, in Paul's letter to the Galatians we read, For you are all children of God through faith in Christ Jesus, and all who have been united with Christ in baptism have put on Christ like putting on new clothes. Also in Matthew 28, we have a great commission of Jesus. I've been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Go then to all peoples everywhere and make them my disciples. Baptise them in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit and teach them to obey everything I have commanded you. And I will be with you always to the end of the age. The church has a very clear mission and one that it needs to take seriously in prayer and action. There is no get out clause in the Great Commission which says that only certain people need to do this. Instead, 
This is a calling that each of us have as we encourage the people around us to put their faith in Jesus and get to know him more throughout their lives. The role of the church in nurturing the faith of its members is often called discipleship and is definitely what we see Jesus doing from the moment he calls people such as Peter, James and John to follow him. Jesus invested time in them because they were committed to get to knowing Jesus more as they learned from him. R.C. Sproul said this about discipleship. Their pursuit of God is not a part-time weekend exercise. If it is, chances are you will experience a part-time weekend freedom. Abiding requires a kind of staying power. Their pursuit is relentless. It hungers and thirsts. It pants as a deer after the mountain brook. It takes the kingdom by storm. And Eric Liddell, whose life features in the film Chariots of Fire, said this, you will know as much of God and only as much of God as you are willing to put into practice. In fact, we will only value the importance of all aspects of mission when we take seriously our own personal growth as a Christian. The more we want to know about Jesus and his love for us, which is so great, the deeper our faith will get. And the deeper our faith gets, then the more we will see mission as an important part of who we are and all that we do. As Richard Foster said, in the spiritual life, only one thing produces genuine joy, and that is obedience. However, there is a real danger that we treat this mark of mission as being reserved only for ministers or those in leadership roles in our church. Baptism can only be done by Christian leaders. However, we can all encourage the faith of other Christians in various ways. Teaching and nurturing each other comes in different forms. And it is, after all, Jesus who disciples and nurtures us as we focus on him and encourage others to do the same. Remember the words that Jesus said to Peter, now go out where it is deeper and let down your nets to catch some fish. Obviously Jesus does not call us to go fishing for fish, but he does call us to trust him and allow him to lead us to places and people where we can make a difference. It is there where Jesus leads us that we can welcome people into the family of God. We can teach them what it means to be a follower of Jesus and we can nurture and encourage their faith, especially during the difficult times of life. In fact, it is often as we take the time to welcome people, to teach people 
and to nurture people and their faith, that we will also see our own faith grow and develop. Therefore, may we continue to listen to Jesus as he shows us how our faith can grow as we seek to encourage the faith of those around us. Shall we pray? Lord Jesus, we give you thanks for your love and care for us and that you always encourage us to come to you and respond to all that you have done for us. We remember how you showed us just how much you loved us and all that you did for us through your death and resurrection. We rejoice that we have indeed been forgiven our sins and have received eternal life so that we can know for certain that we belong to your family forever. We have responded to your care for us and long to deepen our faith and get to know you better each day of our lives. Loving Jesus, King and Head of the Church, we are indeed grateful that we belong to your family. We have listened to your word and been aware of you nurturing us throughout our lives. May we in turn be willing to be used by you to teach people about you as we share our faith and our experience of you throughout our lives. May we also nurture the faith of the people we know, members of our family and our close friends, so that in all that we say and do, our encouragement helps their faith to grow stronger. And help us to find reassurance from you as you continue to work in and through us in order to bless your name. Jesus, our great comforter and supporter, we bring to you our concerns for the people and the situations that are on our minds at this time. Be with those who mourn the loss of loved ones, so that they may know that they are safe in your arms. Be with those who are ill or struggling with their health, so that they may know your healing and strength. And be with those who face concerns or worries, so that they may know your peace and reassurance as you draw near to them. Also, Lord Jesus, King of the world, we ask that you would be in the situations of concern in the different countries. And please help our nations to work for peace and to discover hope in the midst of despair. Be with the armed forces that are serving the country in different places around the world. Help them to have the strength that they need as they face many challenges. Be with those who live in poverty and who struggle from one day to the next. Help them to get the support that they need from the government and from the various charities serving those in need. Be with those who serve in the government 
as we face many uncertainties on the horizon, we ask that you would give them real wisdom. And be with King Charles and all of the royal family as they mourn the loss of our Queen and their mother, grandmother and great-grandmother. Lord Jesus, we continue to give you thanks for all that you have done for us and for welcoming us into your family where we are nurtured, where we are taught and where we belong throughout our lives. In your precious name we pray. Amen. So let us continue to remember that we are to follow Jesus throughout our lives and that we will always belong to him. As we sing the modern hymn, The Lord's My Shepherd. my shepherd I'll not want He makes me lie in pastures green He leads me by the still, still waters His goodness restores my soul And I will trust in you trust in you alone for your endless mercy follows me your goodness will lead me home he guides my ways in righteousness and he anoints my head
So let us continue to follow Jesus, learn from him and nurture and encourage the faith of those around us. And may the road rise up to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face and the rains fall soft upon your fields. And until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. Amen.